Heisje. Listening to Saving Our Sisters podcast with your host, Vicki L. Kemp, author, Christian influencer, speaker, and mentor. This podcast is to empower and educate women across the globe to become better in life and living. Visit her at VickiLynnKemp.com where you'll find inspiration and encouragement. And also check out her latest products and services. Hello, my beautiful sisters. How are you? It is your girl, Lady Vicki Kemp. I am your host of this amazing platform for women. I'm so glad that you took the time out to join me on today. If this is your first time, let me go ahead and say welcome. Welcome to Saving Our Sisters podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode, but first of all, let me do a sister check-in. How y'all doing? How you feeling? Mm, What's on your mind? What are you going through? What are you thinking? What's in your way? What's your distraction? What's your hindrance? Let me encourage you with this before we go further into this podcast. Whatever it is that is weighty, whatever it may be that is tough, I want to encourage you with this. I believe it's four words. There is grace for it. Powerful, huh? Let me say it one more time. There is grace for it. I think that's five words. There is grace for it. Yep, that's five words. Five powerful words. No matter what you are experiencing right now, you got to know that the grace of God is the wind in your back that's pushing you forward, onward, and upward. You got this. Sisters, listen, listen. You are built for this. So I want to talk to you about One simple word, but it's a big word. One simple word, but it might be a dirty word to some. Um, Powerful word, and it could be deadly depending on how you use this word. I want to talk to you about offense. Offense. So I'm sitting right here and I have my laptop in front of me, so I'm going to be using it. So if you hear a little noise in the background. It's okay. Thank God for technology. And I wanted to talk to you about offense because so many of us have experienced offense. So many of us have been offended. But 
I am learning just on this week. I had two instances where I could have been just in a fetal position. I could have cried. I could have fought back. I could have retaliated because things were done to me negatively. But I told God, I choose not to be offended. Y'all catch that? Can anybody relate to what I'm saying? You're just like, you know what? It's not even worth it. They not even worth it. So I'm going to take this strong stance and stand in the strength of the Lord. And I'm like, I'm going to choose this time, this time, God, because I know you're pleased with my with my um, with my outcome. I'm going to choose not to be offended. But I want to take a moment to look at the word offense. Let's go to Google, y'all. <laughs> Y'all know Google is our friend. Let's go to Google. So Google says that offense is annoyance or resentment brought about by a perceived insult to or disregard for oneself or one's standards or principle. That's deep. And I agree with Google. I agree with the definition that offense can be an annoyance um, and it can become a distraction if you continue to entertain the very thing that caused you to be offended. Now, I want to take a moment and I want to go to the word of God. Y'all got that? Um, let's see what the um, word of God says in regards to offense. Bear with me. What's your take on it? Oh, I'm typing in offense in scripture. I should have had this already together, but I like to just be candid and raw sometimes. So what does the Bible say about offense? So let's go to Proverbs 19 and 11. Good sense makes one slow to anger and it is his glory to overlook in offense. Whoa. Now that's the scripture I just pulled off at the top. That's the open Bible. Good sense makes one slow to anger, meaning um, it makes sense to be slow to anger. Don't be quick to fly off the handle and get um, angered because sometimes when we act too quickly, anger can make you do some damage when you're dealing with offense. And it says it is his glory to overlook an offense. Powerful. Ecclesiastes 7, 21 through 22. Do not take to the heart all the things that people say. Okay, God, this is to me, y'all sisters. <laughs> this is my scripture. Least you hear your servant cursing you. Your heart knows that many times you yourself have cursed others. Now, this is deep because I think sometimes, oftentimes, let me say, when we have been offended, we forget too what Ecclesiastes is saying that we have also offended. But when it happens to us, we deem it as a straight felony. We go past the misdemeanor and be like, uh uh, this is a straight felony. Mean we judge so drastically not giving that person grace, right? 
Do y'all feel what I'm saying? Not giving that person grace, but we want grace. This is good to me. Okay, so let me move right along. Proverbs 18 and 19 says, A brother offended is more unyielding than a strong city. And quarreling is like the bars of a castle. So what that's saying is it's easier, wow, to win a strong city than one person that has been offended. That's how deep offense goes. That's how deeply rooted offense can um, trickle down into your heart if you don't deal with it. So. I'm going to encourage you to take the stance that I take. I choose not to be offended. I'm going to have to talk about this on Early Will I Seek Thee Tuesday. Join me. Will y'all join me? It's Facebook. Um, it's on my author page, Vicki Kemp Author. And it's every Tuesday morning at 7.15 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I think we need to get into the conversation, Right. We need to get into this conversation because it could save a lot of us from a lot of sickness, heartbreak, anxiety, depression, and anger because offenses is going to come. Let's move along. Let's move along. Come on. Let's, let's, let's move along. This Bible study lesson. <laughs> this is good. Y'all know this is good because I know that there's some sister out there listening to my voice right now and you're still stuck. You're stuck from being offended and the offense took place years ago. Can we be honest? Can we just take a moment and be real? Um, you're still mad because a lot of times we're trying to figure out why did they do that to me? Why did they say that about me? Why did they deceive me? Why did they stab me in my back? And we get stuck in what happened versus moving on. Don't allow nobody to rent that much space in your heart. Seriously, don't allow those thoughts to continue to play pity parties and have pajama parties in your head. Not another day. Don't do it, sisters. Okay, so Proverbs 6 16 through 19 says, there are six things that the Lord hates. Seven. Ooh, listen close. Come close, y'all. Seven that are an abomination to him, which is haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked imaginations, wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil. A false witness who ooh, breeds out lies and one who sows discord amongst brothers. Y'all already know that this scripture right here in Proverbs, the sixth chapter, is full of offense. You lie on me. I'm offended. These haughty eyes. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Offended, hands that shed innocent blood, straight out offended. That shall not kill. The heart that despises wicked plans. How are we going to please God when we have wicked imaginations? We're trying to um, conspire to carry out wicked plans. Um, feet that run 
to tell evil, to gossip. Check out Proverbs 6. This will make you be offended. But let's be real. Let's talk real talk. How do we not be offended? How do we not stand in offense? How do we make a conscious decision not to be offended? It seems so easy to speak it out of our mouths, but in reality, it's tough. Like they did that to me. They lied. I love them. I'm just talking general. I'm just giving examples. And now you expect me not to be offended? Lord, what? What? God, really? Your word is telling me to do what? And God says, God is saying to us, yep, you have to make a decision. The ball is in our court. We don't have to be offended. And I feel like it's so worth it to learn to let things go. Now, listen, you got to give yourself some grace. We're not super Christians. I'm going to just be real. Um, Sometimes we stew in things for a minute because it's painful. It's hurtful. We're human. And God is acquainted because he was lied on. He was betrayed. Um, You can ask Judas and Peter about all that. But yet and still, he took up a stance. So how are we going to do this? Prayer. Prayer will help you to move forward. Prayer will give you the tenacity to keep going and to let it go. Because listen, (laughs) you cannot do it in your own strength. There's no way that you can do it in your own strength. You can try. And some of us are built different, right? Some of us can. Some of us can move on quicker than others. Some of us have tempers. Some of us are easily angered. While others say, you know what? I'm going to give them a pass because they're not worth it. I'm going to let that go because they, they, they carry no weight and no merit to my life. I'm going to just go ahead and let that go. I'm not going to be offended because I got things to do. I got things to create. I got businesses to brand. And if I hold on to, a, to offense, which is hurt, pain, abandonment, then it's going to be harder for me to get where I'm going because I'm packing too much weight. Y'all, I'm talking good. I'm packing too much weight. And when you pack too much weight, your journey's going to be longer. Mm-hmm. It's going to be longer. It's going to take you f- longer to get there. It's going to take you um, longer to get to your destination. So I want to encourage you. Choose sometime your battles. Choose sometimes not to be offended because, listen, they are not worth it. And the Bible also talks about vengeance is mine, said the Lord. I will repay them. And I'm learning and I know for a fact God's vengeance is better than what we could ever do. It's not worth it, sisters. It's not worth this. 
So I want you to write me and talk to me. Write me again um, at VickiLandKemp.com. I want to know your thoughts. I wonder. I want to know how have you handled offense? And if you are going through it, how has it helped you? That's the that's the question that you have to ask yourself. How is this situation helping me? It's not helping you. Sometimes you got to release people to live. You got to let go to live. And you got to ask yourself. When you offended somebody, you too wanted grace and you too wanted mercy. That's my that's my spin for you this week. I want you to think about some things. And if you are not offended and and if you meet somebody that has gone through this too, like I have, and I'm sure thousands of you have, you got to ask yourself, is it worth holding on to? It takes practice, y'all. Listen, it don't come overnight for some of us. Let's be real. It comes by much prayer. It comes sometime even in counseling, even in therapy. Sometimes we need somebody to talk to. We need somebody to vent to. We need somebody to yell at and scream and cry. We need somebody to listen that will help you without harm. Because sometimes offense can damage your heart. Sometimes offense will keep you up crying at night. It will keep your mind in shambles and circles, causing you to process the mistreatment over and over again. And it's a big distraction. It's a big hindrance. My sisters, I want to encourage you that you are better than the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, And I'm going to give you one more scripture that I think is so powerful. Proverbs 27, 5 through 6. Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Profound are the kisses of an enemy. What is this scripture talking about? I would rather... Be offended by my friend, my sister, my village. I would rather be rebuked by a faithful friend than to be tricked up by an enemy. I appreciate when my sisters get me all the way together. And sometimes when our sisters and our even our children, our mothers, let me just say your spouse, tell you all about yourself. That's a good offense. It's good to receive sometime offenses when it comes down to telling us the truth about ourselves. Vicky, that was shady. Vicky, that wasn't cool. And if we could be honest, sometimes when we hear the truth about ourselves, we don't want to hear it. And you're like, no, I didn't do that. I didn't say it like that. Yes, you did. And if you can take it, you can make it. If you can take it and if you can receive it in love, because the word says faithful are the wounds of a friend. But the kisses of an enemy is deceitful. If you can take it, they're there to give you the truth so you can be better. You can be better than yesterday. Had to plug my book in there. (laughs) Seriously. If you can receive the truth 
your future will be brighter. I appreciate my sisters telling me all about myself, even when I don't want to receive it. And we know deep down inside when we are off. We know deep down inside when we need to get our lives together, when we need a refreshing, when we need to reset, we need to do some things over. We need to go back to and say, you know what? I did that. Forgive me. I said that. Forgive me. So what am I saying? Learn the difference between good offense and bad offense. Take that good offense and be better. Uh Uh-huh. And that negative offense, keep it moving. Don't let it be a hindrance, a roadblock, or even a stumbling block in your path. Because you got things to do. And God cannot use a wounded soldier. Not effectively. You can't move quick if you're wounded. You can't get going quickly if you're stagnant. You can't be better if you're yet processing that offense over and over again, creating pollution in your heart and in your mind. Be encouraged, my sisters, and know that God sees it when it when it happened. He heard it when they said it. He see the arrow when they shot it. He has your back. God plus one is a majority. That's one of my most favorite sayings. God plus one is the majority. And if God be for you, who can be against you? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God has your back. Don't you dare be tricked up. By lies, by hurt. And I get it. Let me say it one more time. I get it. It's painful. We're not taking that away. It's hurtful. We understand that. But you got to let it go because you are valuable and you are worth it. And you are better than them. Be encouraged and know as in 1 Peter 2 and 8. And this is my last one, I promise. But you know, when you get into the word, it's just good. It's so good for your soul. And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, they stumble because they disobey the word as they were destined to do so. Don't bypass the word of God. Don't disobey the word. The word is life. The word is truth. The word is the final authority in all matters. You hear me? What does the word say? The word is truth. When you're going through, hit the word. Listen, it's like a good old medicine to your heart. It's a good old medicine to your bones. The word will make you laugh. Everything that people have did to you. You will find it in the word of God. It already happened. That's why it's good for us to get into the word of God so we can bear witness to scripture and let it let letting us know that God sees. Uh-huh, I see you. I see you. And I had to honestly ask myself, Lord, that happened to me. And I told it to somebody because I was hurting. 
Lord, you forgive me. Let me take it to you and let me take that offense to you and you alone. I don't want to pollute my sister. I don't want my sister looking at somebody sideways because what they did to me. Think about that. Pollution. (laughs) Wow. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hurt and offense would allow you to to pollute others. And it's not worth it because now I'm a stumbling block to them because they love me. You know how it is. Come on, villages. Come on. Come on, girlfriends. Come on, shugs. When we hurt, our friends hurt because we are connected. But sometimes you have to say, Lord, let me bear it on my own. Because I don't want now my sister to be hindered. I want her love to be pure, genuine, authentic. So I had to say, Lord, you forgive me. Help me, God, not to do that again. Right on my tongue. Help me to close my mouth. Can I get a witness to anybody out there listening to what I'm saying? So sisters, on this week, I want to encourage you to get into the word of God. I want to encourage you to dig deeper. That your roots would sink deeper into the word of God where you will stand strong in the midst of challenges, in the midst of um, offense and adversity, knowing that our great God, he loves us, he cares about us, and he is concerned when we have to deal. Look, y'all hear that? I'm hitting my chest, my heart. He knows what we go through when we deal with offense. But if you don't remember nothing I said, go back and do the replay. (laughs) Listen to it till you get it in your spirit. But no, seriously, remember this word. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he. Let me look that up. Yep. One of my favorites, 1 John 4 and 4. 1 John 4 and 4. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he is in the world. That's word. Straight up word. Period. And I'm going to end with that. And I love you. I support you. And um, stay strong in the Lord and stay strong in your mind. Stay strong in your emotions and don't allow life to get the best of you. And until the next time we speak on the next episode, my sisters, I see you and I'm praying for you. Stay in peace and don't you dare stay in pieces. Blessings. Hey, Shug. Yeah.